This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to encounter scripture in a fresh and beautiful new way? Keep listening to learn about a New Testament in English by Native North Americans for Native North Americans and all English-speaking peoples. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Proverbs chapter 3. Exhortations to seek wisdom and walk with the Lord. My child, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments, for they will provide a long and full life and well-being for you. Do not let mercy and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and He will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will bring healing to your body and refreshment to your inner self. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled completely and your vats will overflow with new wine. My child, do not despise discipline from the Lord and do not loathe his rebuke. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, just as a father disciplines the son in whom he delights. Blessings of Obtaining Wisdom Blessed is the one who has found wisdom and the one who obtains understanding. For her benefit is more profitable than silver, and her gain is better than gold. She is more precious than rubies, and none of the things you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are very pleasant, and all her paths are peaceful. She is like a tree of life to those who grasp onto her, and everyone who takes hold of her will be blessed. By wisdom the Lord laid the foundation of the earth. He established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge, the primordial sea was broken open, so that the clouds dripped down dew. My child, do not let them escape from your sight. Safeguard sound wisdom and discretion, so they will become life for your soul and grace around your neck. Then you will walk on your way with security, and you will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be filled with fear. 
When you lie down, your sleep will be pleasant. Do not be afraid of sudden disaster or when destruction overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be the source of your confidence and he will guard your foot from being caught in a trap. Wisdom demonstrated in relationships with people. Do not withhold good from those who need it when you have the ability to help. Do not say to your neighbor, go, return tomorrow and I will give it when you have it with you at the time. Do not plot evil against your neighbor when he dwells by you unsuspectingly. Do not accuse anyone without legitimate cause if he has not treated you wrongly. Do not envy a violent man and do not choose any of his ways. For one who goes astray is an abomination to the Lord, but he reveals his intimate counsel to the upright. The Lord's curse is on the household of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. With arrogant scoffers, he is scornful, yet he shows favor to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but he holds fools up to public contempt. Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 46. The Consequences of Disobedience If, however, you do not obey me and keep all these commandments, if you reject my statutes and abhor my regulations so that you do not keep all my commandments and you break my covenant, I, for my part, will do this to you. I will inflict horror on you. Consumption and fever will diminish eyesight and drain away the vitality of life. You will sow your seed in vain because your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you. You will be struck down before your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you and you will flee when there is no one pursuing you. If, in spite of all these things, you do not obey me, I will discipline you seven times more on account for your sins. I will break your strong pride and make your sky like iron and your land like bronze. Your strength will be used up in vain. Your land will not give its yield, and the trees of the land will not produce their fruit. If you walk in hostility against me and are not willing to obey me, I will increase your affliction seven times according to your sins. I will send the wild animals against you, and they will bereave you of your children, annihilate your cattle, and diminish your population so that your roads will become deserted. If, in spite of all these things, you do not allow yourselves to be disciplined and you walk in hostility against me, then I myself will also walk in hostility against you and strike you seven times on account of your sins. I will bring on you an avenging sword, a covenant vengeance. Although you will gather together into your cities, I will send pestilence among you and you will be given into enemy hands. When I break off your supply of bread, ten women will bake their bread in one oven. They will ration your bread by weight and you will eat and not be satisfied. If in spite of this, you do not obey me, but walk in hostility against me, I will walk in hostile rage against you and I myself will also discipline you seven times on account of your sins. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars and I will stack your dead bodies on top of the lifeless bodies of your idols. I will abhor you. I will lay your cities waste and make your sanctuaries desolate. I will refuse to smell your soothing aromas. I myself will make the land desolate and your enemies who live in it will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations and unsheathe the sword after you, so your land will become desolate and your cities will become a waste. Then the land will make up for its Sabbaths all the days it lies desolate while you are in the land of your enemies. Then the land will rest and make up its Sabbaths. All the days of the desolation, it will have the rest it did not have on your Sabbath when you lived on it. As for the ones who remain among you, I will bring despair into their hearts in the lands of their enemies. The sound of a blowing leaf will pursue them, and they will flee as one who flees a sword. 
and will fall down even though there is no pursuer. They will stumble over each other as those who flee before a sword, though there is no pursuer, and there will be no one to take a stand for you before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will consume you. Restoration through confession and repentance. As for the ones who remain among you, they will rot away because of their iniquity in the lands of your enemies, and they will also rot away because of their ancestors' iniquities, which are with them. However, when they confess their iniquity and their ancestors' iniquity, which they committed by trespassing against me, by which they also walked in hostility against me, and I myself will walk in hostility against them and bring them into the land of their enemies, and then their uncircumcised hearts become humbled and they make up for their iniquities, I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and also my covenant with Isaac, and also my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. The land will be abandoned by them in order that it may make up for its Sabbath while it is made desolate without them, and they will make up for their iniquity because they have rejected my regulations and have abhorred my statutes. In spite of this, however, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them and abhor them to make a complete end of them, to break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. I will remember for them the covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out from the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. Summary Caliphon. These are the statutes, regulations, and instructions which the Lord established between himself and the Israelites at Mount Sinai through Moses. New Testament reading. Hebrews chapter 12. The Lord's Discipline. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we must get rid of every weight and the sin that clings so closely and run with endurance the race set out for us, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set out for him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken a seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Think of him who endured such opposition against himself by sinners, so that you may not grow weary in your souls and give up. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed in your struggle against sin. And have you forgotten the exhortation addressed to you as sons? My son, do not scorn the Lord's discipline or give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son he accepts. Endure your suffering as discipline. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you do not experience discipline, something all sons have shared in, then you are illegitimate and are not sons. Besides, we have experienced discipline from our earthly fathers and we respected them. Shall we not submit ourselves all the more to the father of spirits and receive life? For they disciplined us for a little while as seemed good to them. But he does so for our benefit that we may share his holiness. Now all discipline seems painful at the time, not joyful. But later it produces the fruit of peace and righteousness for those trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your listless hands and your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but be healed. Do not reject God's warning. Pursue peace with everyone in holiness, for without it, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no one be like a bitter root springing up and causing trouble, and through it, many become defiled. And see to it that no one becomes an immoral or godless person like Esau, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. For you know that later when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected 
for he found no opportunity for repentance, although he sought the blessing with tears. For you have not come to something that can be touched, to a burning fire and darkness and gloom and a whirlwind and the blast of a trumpet and a voice uttering words, such that those who heard begged to hear no more, for they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. In fact, the scene was so terrifying that Moses said, I shudder with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to myriads of angels, to the assembly and congregation of the firstborn, who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous, who have been made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks of something greater than Abel's does. Take care not to refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less shall we, if we reject the one who warns from heaven? Then his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, I will once more shake not only the earth, but heaven too. Now this phrase, once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, of created things, so that what is unshaken may remain. So since we are receiving an unshakable kingdom, let us give thanks, and through this, let us offer worship pleasing to God in devotion and awe. For God is indeed a devouring fire. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Thrice holy God. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our worship. Ooh, Lord. Leviticus reminds us, oh God, that you ain't playing with us, that you are serious about holiness, and that there are consequences for disobedience, oh God. God, I thank you. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. God, I thank you that Christ's righteousness has been imputed to us who have come to faith. By grace, through faith, we have come to believe on Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, that that invitation has been given to us freely. Oh, God, I thank you that Jesus died for the sins of the world, oh, God. Oh, God, and that whosoever come, oh, Lord God, will, Lord. And I pray, God, that even under the sound of my voice, oh, God, that if there's anybody who is backslidden, anybody who has turned their back from you, anybody who has apostatized, Lord God, anybody who has denied your existence, God, I pray right now, and I extend this inv invitation for salvation to come under the blood of Jesus, to come and receive eternal life by faith in Jesus Christ. God, I thank you that you discipline those whom you love. I thank you, Lord God, that we belong to an unshakable kingdom. Lord, that is good news in a world that is rocky and unstable. Thank you so much, oh Lord God that your word remains true. Thank you so much, O oh God, that you change us not. Thank you, my God, that we are a part of an unshakable kingdom, meaning that we too will not be shaken. We might be rattled here and there. Things are hard on this side, O oh God, but, but you're with us, O oh God, and you will keep us, O oh God, and you will never ever lose those who are in your hand, O oh Lord God. So would you help us? 
to rest in you and to trust in you because faith calls us to rest. God, and I just pray that you would continue to draw, draw by the power of your spirit, draw more and more people into this unshakable kingdom. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. The First Nations Version is a translation of the New Testament that captures the simplicity, clarity, and beauty of native storytellers in English, while remaining faithful to the original language of the Bible. Here we're reading from one of this week's passages, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 through 23. Since we have such a great chief holy man, who was head man of Creator's family lodge, let us draw near with honest hearts, trusting fully in what the Chosen One has done. For our hearts have been washed clean from guilt and shame, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us get a firm and steady hold on this hope we say is ours. For the one who made the promise to us can be fully trusted. Whether you are native or not, you will experience the scriptures in a new way. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code T H E W O R D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.